This is chapter 22 from the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. And today we'll talk about the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. And Grant actually lists 30 different traits that successful people have. And uh, today we'll go through the first five traits because I don't want to overwhelm you and myself. And tomorrow we'll continue. So here goes the first trait of successful people. And that's very simple, very straightforward trait, which is called a can-do attitude. Now, if you are an American or if you've studied in America or if you love America and you know their culture, you know these people quite naturally have this kind of attitude. I can do it. Uh, if you remember Obama and his, um, his political campaign, the very first campaign, it was, uh, we can, right? And so I actually, as a high school, high school <laughs> I as a high school student had the opportunity to go and study in the US as a 17-year-old girl. And I was able to observe that really, even the the high school system and everything there was based on this can-do attitude, including all the the activities like cross-country uh, club or or volleyball team, basketball team. You could just observe everywhere this can-do approach or musical choir, right, or whatever there was. Uh, or whatever people were interested in, they had this desire, this fire to actually work on that skill and improve that skill uh, throughout practice. And this is ultimately what we all need to learn, the can-do approach, right? That everything is possible, is only up to you what you choose to do. And with this can-do approach, you really can do it. You really can do it. So that's the number one. Uh, skill or trait and once again this yes you can observe this in a culture but ultimately you gotta learn this attitude it's um, yes if you live in that kind of a culture good for you um, then it comes to you naturally but if you don't don't be upset because you can always learn to have this can-do approach right so if you have never lived in the US, if you've never really had American education, then don't worry, you can just become this attitude, all right? So that's number one. Number two is replace I don't know with I'll figure it out. I'll give you an example here because 10 years ago when I started working in my parents' company and maybe after like maybe me being in the company for maybe three years, eventually I, um, I earned the right to actually work in the customer service team, meaning I would be picking up the phone and dealing with the clients directly. And even though I already knew quite a lot about the products, I, th there was always something which I did not know. <laughs> because some things you learn simply by doing and so instead of me saying to the clients i don't know i have no idea uh, i'm such a dummy here 
I would say, I would actually be open and I'd say, I'm a novice here. I'm still learning, sir. I understand your question. I'll figure it out. I'll ask my colleagues and I'll call you straight away. And you know what? So yes, in, in a way I admit it, sir, I don't know, but in a very polite way, not like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, why are you asking me this? I would be very polite in communicating that message. Okay, sir, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll call you back. And the response from the clients was surprisingly very polite as well, because when you are polite... People have no other way just to be polite back. And so they would be like, okay, okay, yeah, just call me back once you, you'll figure it out. And so I would go and ask and um, I would call back. Now, this is the important step to follow up and actually do what you say you'll do and be responsible, right? Uh, now, of course, this uh, made me think, all right, whoever will be in my position, I think we should train them better so they actually know answers to these questions because some of these questions um, are teachable. Like, we should not be learning on our clients. We should to a certain degree, right? So my experience on that role actually led us to um, establish a new training system which then led to better results. So that is the rule number two, replace I don't know with I'll figure it out. Now, if you want to go deep on this topic of I'll figure it out, then I strongly suggest you to reach out for a book called Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. Now, Marie Forleo is a... Uh, is a, is a, I want to say, a badass entrepreneur and she's inspiring people to embrace their, their passions, their, she calls them multi, when you have like multi-passions um, and, um, and turn them into a business and she has a platform called B-School which stands for business school and you can apply and pay for it and then you have a beautiful guide to how to create your own business. But even if you just go to Marie Forleo website, uh, she has very, very good content, high quality content, and she's been in this business for many, many years. So only you going on her website and reading her articles, listening to her podcasts, watching her videos, you will learn a lot. So I strongly suggest you to, to reach out to her. <laughs> you can even reach out to her uh, individually uh, if you are in those circles. Uh, and if not, then you can start by either reading her book, Everything is Figureoutable, uh, which is not a grammatically correct word. She actually came up with that word because she was inspired by her mother, who was always looking for solutions around the house. So even when Murray was little, she would always find her mother fixing things, doing things, figuring things out. And that, was, that is the ultimate inspiration that led Marie to become who she has become. All right, so that was number two. 
replaced I don't know with I'll figure it out. And the same goes actually for when you are leading people and people will come to you with different problems. And I've seen, I've seen many managers be like, I don't know, like you're, you're attacking me with too many problems and I'm becoming anxious because of it, right? So if you are that leader, then maybe if people come to you, write down the problem they give you. You don't have to have solution for it immediately. And instead of saying, I have no idea how to fix this mother effing problem <laughs> because I have so many of them already. Instead of that reaction, write the problem down and tell your employee, I'll figure it out, I'll come back to you once we have the solution. You know, and um, that is so much better than saying, I don't know, I don't know, don't annoy me ever again, <laughs> right? All right, moving on to the third, third point, which is successful people see problems and complaints as opportunities. Now, in every problem you ever encounter, there is a huge opportunity. And I hope you were already able to experience this in your own life. As I'm recording this, I'm going through a huge uh, physical challenge on many different levels. Even now my voice, <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm losing it, which, you know, I will just grab, a, grab water. And what does it mean? It means my body needs healing. And um, although I healed my soul on so many different levels last year, you know, even the year before. Maybe I overdid it and now my physical body needs actual healing <coughs> excuse me and um, it's a huge obstacle a huge problem in my life right now it's like every week there is a different <coughs> physical issue I'm dealing with I sometimes feel like my body is giving up on me. It's like my body cannot sustain this huge spirit that I have. You know, so how can I survive? Because this spirit is, is unbeatable. It's, it's like, it cannot be crushed. You know, your spirit can never be crushed. But your body can be crushed, can get crushed by life, by external factors, right? So how to see in a moment like this a huge opportunity? Well, I'll, I'll tell you how, how I see it. This situation is inspiring me. 
is pushing me to prioritize my health even more to learn about my health even more. And so I'll show you the book that is helping me these days. It's uh, Ayurveda for every day. Uh, Yes, if you are listening to this, you don't see, but I'm actually also making a video. Um, Anyway, it's called Ayurveda for every day. It's a book by Kate O'Donnell. Kate? K-A-T-E, O-Donnell, O, and then the little thingy up, I don't know how, what is the name for it in English, O, and Donnell, D-O-N-N-E-L-L, and uh, this lady, she is an expert when it comes to Ayurveda, and she wrote this fantastic book, which shows you which which teaches you how to apply Ayurveda in everyday life, how to actually cook yourself these healing foods that are so nurturing on so many different levels. And she also um, divided these foods into seasons, right? So you, because there is a time and place for a specific food. And so I'm studying now what kind of a food we should be eating in spring, in autumn, in winter, in summer, because it all it's very important to eat the right kind of food in the specific season uh, in a year. And so this crisis that I'm experiencing when it comes to my body is huge. Like my, my family is concerned about, uh, uh, about me a lot because um you know it's it's i'm on the edge but this oppor- i see it as a huge opportunity to learn even more to level up my my mental health my physical health my spiritual health my overall being to to level it up even more and Yes, I already have this book opened on a specific soup I'm going to be cooking tomorrow, tomorrow morning. And so this is the the third point. See problems, complaints as huge opportunities in your life. You might as well just maybe write down all the problems you are experiencing on one side of the paper and then on the next write the opportunities that could possibly arise from that problem. Now the third trait actually is very much connected to the fifth, so I will link them, which is to seek to solve problems. So once you learn to see problems and complaints as opportunities, you'll actually be gravitated towards the problems and you'll actually be able to spot problems, whether in the office, whether, in, whether it's in your office or on the street or when you talk to people. And, and you'll be actually able to spot problems and maybe help. Now, here is a warning. Don't try to help people who don't want to be helped. Wait for their permission to get helped. Because if you 
have this tendency to be giving yourself out too much and you know stating i just want to help i'm just trying to help it's actually quite toxic behavior coming from you because if people like did the person specifically ask for your help or did they give you permission if not then you are overly giving to them and they are not seeing it as an asset they are actually seeing you as a as a liability so be aware that some people don't want to be helped and it's okay maybe they are ready for a different kind of help from somebody else and they have the right to choose okay <clears throat> but anyway um seek to solve problems um as a manager as a leader as um as the manager of yourself right and and here is a beautiful quote from the book uh, successful people talk think and approach situations challenges and problems differently than most people and they definitely okay or oh, this is not this is not a quote <laughs> um this is actually from the first page i didn't want to, shit Oh, silly, silly. Where is it? Here. See, this is real, real life. Making a podcast. Uh, things happen. Okay, one of the fastest... This is the actual quote I wanted to say. One of the fastest and best ways to separate yourself from the masses is to, is to establish yourself as someone who makes situations better not worse problems for the successful are like a meal to the hungry give me a problem any problem and i'll solve it and so yeah this is a quote i wanted to i wanted to quote here um so once again one of the fastest and best ways to separate yourself from the masses is to establish yourself as someone who makes situations better not worse and that is the actual definition of uh, of a problem solver you look at the problem you figure it out and you come up with ways to eliminate the problem or avoid the problem in the future you will you will maybe set up a new system in your company that will prevent this problem from ever happening again right and the last trait here is to love challenges to love challenges successful people they love challenges in general and when i think of my friends who are successful they are these kind of people who get inspired by challenge they are like i i i challenge myself to uh, to go running for 30 days, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes every single day. And now this is like, you don't have to do these challenges on your own. But I know people who love to just challenge themselves. I know people who need some kind of accountability coming from somebody else, like a coach. I know people who who need the whole team to... Um, to challenge them, to push them to their limits. So you ultimately have to find your own level of um, like 
what kind of a challenge works for you, but in general, successful people love challenges, uh, whether it is a you know, financial challenge, whether it's, uh, it's any kind of challenge they, they come across as entrepreneurs, because you know, it's, uh, every day there is a different challenge, right? Uh, every day. And so those, these are the five traits. See, they are, they are very, very powerful. And uh, tomorrow we'll actually continue. We'll go through all of them because all of them make huge sense to me. And I wish for you to go through them with me because they are very, 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 very important. And, uh, and if we implement them, then we really uh, have a high potential, high potential to be successful. But the, the key here, in any case, is to feel successful already, wherever you are. And that's not to say, oh, okay, now I will just sit down and do nothing. No, but feel successful already. You know, I feel successful because I, I'm recording this podcast. I actually am making it work with my current circumstances, with my with my uh, job, with, uh, you know, everything that's happening in my life, and I'm proud of myself. That's a huge success that I showed up, right? Yesterday we talked about excuses, that was chapter 21, and today we talk about the traits of successful people, and it all makes beautiful sense, but it, it only makes sense if you are applying it. So let's go through the five of these traits again. If you want to write it down, a can-do approach. Number two, replace I don't know with I'll figure it out. Number three, problems and complaints are huge opportunities. You just need to be able to uncover them, right? Fourth, seek to solve problems. Be the person who who makes situation better, not worse. And number five, love, love challenges. Have this skill to challenge yourself. Whether that means for you to download an app that uh, challenges you to be accountable or, or any kind of uh, challenge that you want to do. You know, some people get inspired by this Spartan race, for example, and they they uh, sign up for it a couple of months before and then they are motivated to actually uh, go and 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 do the race right so it's up to you what kind of a challenge you go for but choose your kind of challenge and go for it all right for me personally when i make these social claims like I'm making podcasts every single day yes I, I did it even before and yes I failed and I stopped but you can always start again and uh, prove your prove, prove yourself right this time you know prove yourself right this time even when you start again even when you stopped you gave up you did not finish but who says you won't be able to finish now Maybe this time it's the, the true time. It's the go time, baby. All right. Um, thank you for listening, for watching, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.